welcome to Memoir Lane Podcast. If you are emotionally invested in my success, or if you're just one of those good people who likes to do nice things, please follow and subscribe to the podcast. No, it's follow and have to subscribe to. I'm coming to you from my high-tech studio that includes a washer and dryer. If you're interested, slide in my DMs to rent my Oh, goodness gracious. I just had to get that in real quick because I recorded a complete episode and forgot to say, follow this podcast and kindly rate it. Even more kindly, rate it five stars. Okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) I'm back. It's been over a month and I've been dealing with some personal shit at home, work, being a mom. And my partner was ill for a few weeks. He's doing much better now. Podcasting was not like doing the dishes or laundry, but when you have no time and energy to do something, everything is a chore. So I'm back and I'm happy. This episode is not an interview style episode. I wanted to bring you three short and sweet memoirs that I have read recently that I thought you guys would really enjoy. Before I get into that, I just wanted to express some gratitude right before I hopped on to record this. First of all, I was not even going to record this right now. I was going to wait till, I don't know, probably next week, (laughs) even though I've been threatening that a new episode is dropping this Wednesday. I probably wasn't even going to fucking do it, to be honest, because I was just going to find something else more pressing to worry about, but what pushed me into recording this episode was one of the accountability groups that I'm a part of. If you're like me and you work for yourself and you're hard to manage, you need all the accountability you can get. You need people who are also doing the same thing that you're doing and you need people to call you out. And I got called out before I hopped off this group in like the absolute best way. So at the end of my accountability meeting, I asked everybody to set an intention because we meet every other week. I was like, it could be big or small. What do we want to focus on the next two weeks? That's how we like to wrap things up when it came to my turn. I say, I'm going to just give myself all the time to edit and I'm going to record something finally and I'm going to really take my time. I'm going to let my creative juices going on this fucking tangent that makes no sense. My pal called me all the way the fuck out. She was like, Allison, what is with all this editing bullshit? Like, you're always talking about editing. Just record it. You don't have to edit this episode. (laughs) My God, you're right. I don't. I'm just making excuses not to show up. Light bulb really like went off in my head. I was like, yeah, I'm so full of shit. Honestly, I just want to make it look like it's so fucking hard. So that way when I don't do it, I'm like, see, I didn't do it because it was hard, guys. It's not me. It's the hardness of the thing. I just that's obviously hearing that some of you can relate to that is not a podcast specific behavior. It's a learned behavior and I'm working on it. Okay. But I appreciate being called out by my pal, Carrie, because 
I would not be here right now. It's the truth. <laughs> I was so like lit up by that call. I was like, I'm just going to record. I'm not going to think too much about this. The interesting part about me being stuck at exactly where I was stuck at in my podcast is that podcasters usually succumb to something called pod fade. I'm sure if you've been listening to podcasts long enough, you've heard about it. You get to like episode eight and then you just stop making your podcast. (laughs) That is statistically the number where you're least likely to stop at. You'll be more likely to be successful and have some longevity if you can get past episode number eight. That's usually where things crash and burn. I don't think that it was a coincidence. I have done one trailer and seven episodes and completely stopped everything for a month and a half. Yeah, my partner was super ill and life was happening and I am a really busy person. That is the truth. I just don't feel like that was coincidental. I feel like internally, I just needed to make a shift. When I left that call today, my cup was running over completely. I felt fucking on fire. Like I do every time I leave the presence of people who are similarly motivated on a similar path. They always say, if you want to be successful at something, find people who are on a similar path. I think that advice is super underrated. Let me get to the books. So this list of books, three memoirs, they're super short. They, I read them myself. They're awesome. And I did this short little list in case you wanted to have a weekend book, a commute book, if you wanted to have something to listen to on a drive. I think that these books are intriguing. You should read all three of them, but even if you just pick one book to read from this list, you'll probably be a happy camper, depending on what your style is. So let me break it down for you. The first book that I put on my list is called About Alice by Calvin Trillin. And my super brief description is, writer Calvin Trillin remembers life with his beautiful inside and out late wife Alice. Three words I would use to describe this book are tender, insightful, and strong. I thought this book was phenomenal. If you get a physical copy, it's only 78 pages. But if you listen to the audio version, it's about two hours long, I want to say. This writer, Calvin Trillin, some of you guys may be familiar with his work. He wrote a really short memoir about his life with his wife, Alice, who passed away. She succumbed to what I want to say is the result of her cancer treatment. You'll have to read the book to get the full explanation. I'm not going to give too much away about these books, by the way. I just want to outline some things about the books that I liked and why I think you'll like it. He did a really great job of illustrating who his wife was outside of her accomplishments and who she was as a person, which honestly sounds like she was an amazing person. The way he describes her in the book is as being somebody who people are left better for having been around or being validated, more seen, more felt by being in her presence. She was a super caring and compassionate person. She always held space for those around her. And she was the kind of person who, when you were in her presence, it was you and her. You guys were locked in. That part about the book and him describing her spoke to my heart. I just thought it was really sweet and 
It wasn't an easy book to read because there are some triggers. So her battle with cancer, she does ultimately end up passing away from that battle and getting sick, being ill more than once and also losing friends to cancer. That was tough. If you feel like maybe you're not ready to read those books, proceed with caution. But those are some of the themes in the book. Otherwise, it's such a sweet book that I think you would be happy to read it. And I think that you would definitely come away from it feeling that love that Calvin has for his wife. So beautifully written. The second book I have on my list is Homecoming by Eddie Huang. I hope I'm saying his last name. I'm so sorry. I should have Googled that before I came on here and said that. So Eddie goes to Taipei during the pandemic and explores a new friendship. He also gets the courage to ask his dad about his past. Three words to describe this book are irreverent, comedic, vulnerable. Eddie definitely will tell you how he feels about politics and he will not sugarcoat it. There's some really vulgar parts of the book, which I like. I'm not going to quote them here for you. I'll let you find out for yourself. And I really like the way that he describes his friendship that he's, that is budding when he goes to Taipei. Such a vulnerable way for a man to talk about friendship and seeing another man. What I've read is like men, as they get older, they have a harder time making friendships and forging connections. And from what I've seen, that can be true. My partner is somebody who's really good about maintaining friendship and connection and love with the people in his life. But I definitely see other men who do not have such an ease of maintaining those friendships. And even forging a new friendship can be so rough. Like I said, he gets the courage to ask his father about his past. If you have some questions for your parents, Especially if you guys are not from this country, if you guys have had that experience of your family immigrating or having that first generation trauma, (laughs) how else to say it, like when your parents are not from the U.S. and you're like living in a whole nother universe, my dad's not from the States and was definitely an interesting culture clash growing up with somebody like him. And Eddie definitely had a rough childhood. He speaks about it in the book. I think that this book is special. (laughs) I really like this book. And this is a book that I believe comes with your Audible subscription. So if you're an Audible member, I believe that you could listen to this memoir for free. Again, that's Homecoming. Number three, such a hilarious book, My Mum's a Twat by Anushka Warden. Anushka Warden recalls growing up in two different households as a wild teenager after her mom joins a cult during her childhood. Three words to describe this memoir are raw, funny, and honest. I was conflicted listening to this book because it is it has a lot of hilarious moments, but she just sounded like such a spoiled brat. <laughs> And I was thinking, like, if this was my teenage daughter, I would probably rip my fucking hair out. That being said, 
Her mom was really a twat. She joins a cult. She tries to get her family all up in it. And the impressive thing is that even at a young age, her daughter, the main character, Anushka, is not with the shits at all. She's not fucking feeling it. She's not getting sucked into it. If anything, it is just creating more anger inside of her. It's creating more of a distance and tension between her and her mother, who has completely dedicated all her life, all her money, all her energy to this cult. And it's really an interesting up-close look to how these things happen. We talked a little bit about it before when we had author Kathy Martins on. She was a part of a very evangelical cult-like sect in Christianity. That's just like putting it mildly. (laughs) And one thing that we discussed on that episode was how people don't just decide to sign up for a cult. It's not that cut out and dry. This book does a good job at observing that change, how it goes from one thing to the other and how it uproots all of those people around you. There was also some parts that were like really heartbreaking, but in the end, it's clear her mom's a twat. This book is so fucking funny. You'll If you don't have sensitive eardrums, if you don't have if you don't have Victorian sensibilities, you'll really like enjoy this book. This book was funny. All of them just tug at your heartstrings. Please take a look at those books. I've got the list of books posted on my Instagram, Memoir Lane Podcast, and my Facebook group, also titled Memoir Lane Podcast. And you can order these books on Amazon or you could get them from Audible. Up to you. I won't be getting paid for however which way you find these books. But the best part about reading is when you really find something you love and you want to share it with everybody. And that is my purpose here. I got so fucking sick of harassing my friends to read books with me that I decided to start a podcast so that I could harass the rest of the world (laughs) into reading with me. So if you're hearing this, I really appreciate you making it here to the end. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge all of those people that cross my path and pour into me. It really is changing me like on a cellular level. If you'd ever be interested in reading a book with me and appearing as a guest, you can follow me on Instagram find the link in my bio, slide in my DMs if you want to. But also I do have a Google form that you can fill out quick and easy. Just lets me know like what you're into reading when you're available. Those little technical things that help us put something on the books. I welcome guests. I love talking to all different kinds of people. I am super intrigued by reading diverse stories And we will be sticking to the memoir genre. Hello, it's called Memoir Lane Podcast. Yeah, and that's what I have to say about that. So get with it. (laughs) 